Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. This hour is brought to you by Vasectomy Clinics of Chicago. Are you expecting a busier combine than usual? Like, I'm imagining you're going to be a pretty popular guy this week. Everybody yeah. wants to buy you dinner and yeah. talk about all these different assets that you might trade. I mean, is it going to be a different combine for you? Yeah, it feels that way. Yeah. Has it already started? Oh, yeah, my phone won't stop. <laughs> how, 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 are people, how aggressive are people with fishing for information from other teams to see what you want to do with that? Yeah, it's... You know, it starts slow. We were at the Senior Bowl. I know people are kind of poking around. I haven't had, like, big-time conversations with anyone, uh, but everyone wants to, you know, take a temperature of what's going on. Bears general manager Ryan Poles meeting the media in Indianapolis, the site of the NFL scouting combine, the pre-draft combine. I wonder how Poles handicaps that. Like, all the people that want to get in front of him and talk to him. Like, how do you prioritize this type? His FaceTime is valuable in Indianapolis. The order in which, I mean, I do do it in the, the way I understand at least with other NFL teams talking trade that that is via text mostly. And that's an ongoing organic process, not a formal one. Where hey that you know, that sounds good can you sweeten that a little bit or I'm gonna go back to him and you have, you have your your proxies you have your seconds and your thirds doing a lot of that work for you it doesn't not everything is brought to you if things rise to a certain level they obviously are run by you and they say hey here where where are we on this where are we on this where are we on this and he has lieutenants doing a lot of that stuff probing asking keeping tabs on stuff yeah but but I wonder like who who does who does get the dinner with Ryan Poles? Who gets the, I'll, I'll meet you for a drink with Ryan Poles? Who gets the, 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 the talk and walk and the stop and chat? Yeah, and how do you prioritize the folks that want to talk to you about Justin Fields versus the folks that want to talk to you about the number one pick? Like, it's a great question. You know? The actual nuts and bolts of that, of, what you're, of how you, in a finite amount of time, 
He's like, today I want to be closer on this. Right. Today I'll, today I'll talk with the Falcons and the Steelers and see what they got going on. Yeah, right. And, and Tampa and, Bay. But the point is, it, there's so many moving parts because everybody's priorities and scouting reports are going to change based on not just their film work, but these measurements and these interviews. You could have a guy who people do fall on boards internally because of a bad interview or they're late to something or they're found late at night tonight in the barn with a bunch of farm animals. These things happen. Well, and, it, and it, things do change on the fly. I just think it would be like that's that's something that I'd, you'll never find out. But I'd love to know. I, cause, that's cause the even, stuff Josh Lucas tells you about. Yeah, like the, we find that out, you know, after the fact. But then it's like for polls, you also then have to be careful of meeting with Tampa Bay and Pittsburgh and Atlanta because they're probing you for information too. Because then it's like, oh well, polls is shopping fields. They're clearly going to take the number one pick. They're going to take. They're using. They're going to take Caleb. Meanwhile, you're like, I've, I've decided nothing. I would like to hear from the commanders and Denver and Atlanta on, on that particular subject. And what, what, what can you offer me if you want to get here to, to number one? So it just seems like a, it seems like a lot to do. It also seems kind of fun. Like you need to make sure that you get the, prioritization of this right it can also affect you because the human psychology is affected by primacy and recency that's real that's real even if you're aware of it even if you are trying you you have people who you're telling to remind you to guard against it Hmm. primacy and recency are real the first thing that you see or hear and the last the most recent thing you have seen or heard there's all kinds of stuff that goes on with that. We used to always talk about it at speech tournaments. You know, my coaches would be like, well, against this judge, you want to go first. But against this judge, you want to go last. Because they had all their tendencies of where they would slot certain performances based on where you went in the round. Man, you guys can't even make speech fun. Oh, it was that was intense, man. It wasn't supposed to be fun. There was a lot of pressure. Are you kidding? Those days, those were those were long, difficult days of having to be funny. That was that was that was hard work. That wasn't fun. It was fun when you won. Winning is fun. Fun is fun, winning. Fun is winning and winning is yeah. If you don't come, you don't. You're not bringing a trophy home on that bus. It's not fun. We should probably reach out to Ozzy over the next couple of days too. I, I'd like to know about his latest trophy that he won. Good for Ozzy. Like, I mean, other than was the that- thing that happened at the Marlins. Like he, Whatever that was, and he's putting that one guy on blast. I'm sure that guy deserved he said it. Said something to his wife. I'm and, sure that yeah, guy deserved it. Put him out there. But but that right there is like documentary worthy to me. Like that's Ozzy's trip to the Caribbean World Series. Like that's winning it. That's that's documentary worthy. Uh, full disclosure, by the way, we are doing some audio work here. We have the Matt Eberflus press conference, but the initial audio that we got. We need to boost it so that you can hear the questions right. that are being the asked. The first audio that we got, the, the questions were inaudible, which makes the. Uh, it makes we, the whole point of right. the exercise <laughs> not fun for you. So our guys are going back and they're raising gains and all sorts of other stuff. Not raising cane, but. 
We got top men on it. We're working on a plan. Yeah. Oh, I I I know they're top men. I can see them. I know the exact men who are involved. So so that's why we're we want to make sure you can hear it, or else there's really no point of us playing it. Yeah, but Flus is looking good. He's still rocking the the beard. I wonder if this is a lifestyle choice. You know that you know last year I went through a little bit of that and I grew out the beard and kept it for six months. I kept the beard and I was like, I don't like this anymore. It's a lifestyle. Like you gotta there's stuff you gotta do. Oh, you're not like Shane where you like apply various oils and you have products to make to... you have to maintain it like you would maintain your hair. And especially for those of us that get ingrown hairs and you have to do yeah, I stuff one. for I, it. I did self-surgery on one of those yesterday. Popped it? No. Like I, had to, I had a Swiss Army knife out, and Beth came upstairs. There's blood all over the place. And she's like, what are you doing? She said, what, is, what are you doing? And I had like all the, like this bloody towel and everything. And I said, well, I had an ingrown hair. And she's like, well, I don't think you're supposed to do that. Yeah, I don't think so either. Um, a pair of I, tweezers would be fine. I started with the tweezers. But then I, it wasn't like the, the 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 incision wasn't big enough, and I wasn't sure because I, I couldn't see in there well enough, so I had to move the light. And then I got the Swiss Army knife out and sanitized it, and then just was kind of rooting around in there you for go, a while. Did you go boiling water or did you go flame? No, it's sanit- uh, hand sanitizer. Oh, hand sanitizer. Yeah, it was right there. And I think I got it. I'm not 100% sure, but I lost a lot of blood. I'm just waiting for the day where I show up to a meeting. It's just me, Studs, and Ray. They're like, well, what happened to Dan? Well, Dan's usually here first. Oh, he he offed himself trying to get rid of ingrown hair. Well, it might have been it could have been close. Because I, I was kind of like if, if I had sneezed or something, I might not be here right now. But you gotta do what you gotta do. Because once you get started, you're already, you know, you're already bleeding. <laughs> what is it, Pringles? What? Once you pop, you can't stop. Yeah, I mean, once 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 you're going, you're like, all right, it's in there somewhere. You're like, I see it. Right. I thought I did, and then I and then it's bleeding so much you can't clear did the you go surgical like, field. Like phone light on it. I should have probably, but I, I needed both hands because I I had to keep getting the blood out of there. I didn't have, and and I wasn't gonna ask Beth to help me I because she gets squeamish. What every day, every day you're turning into less. Every single day of your life, you're turning in less Grobstein. Just know that. Okay. Know that that's, that's when, what this part of your career is. I, I'm, I'm not stealing media guides or dinner rolls yet. <laughs> yet being yet. the operative word I'm not. I'm not hoarding packs of game notes and then selling. Oh, my, oh speaking of that, what? oh, my God, you'll get a kick out of this. So, remember how we were talking about Chris Kampka? Yeah. And Chris Kampka left NBC Sports Chicago. It's now official. He works over at Marquee. He started tweeting out Cub stuff. Like director of graphics or something? Yeah. yeah. If you're a Cub... I want to make sure I get his uh, his Twitter handle right. If you're a Cub fan and you were like, oh, I heard you guys talk about him. Uh, I want to know how to follow him. This is how you can follow him. He is on Twitter or X, whatever you call it. C. Kampka. K-A-M-K-A. C. K-A-M-K-A. He is a wonderful follow. You will learn all sorts of oh, stuff. mandatory follow. But he does also all pizza reviews. Yeah. yeah. He's, he's, he's a wonderful human being on top of everything else. So yesterday, I'm over at NBC Sports Chicago for football night in Chicago. Had a great time over there with Wani. We had a lot of fun on the show yesterday talking about bourbon and the, the combine. And 
Kamka cleaned out his desk. Oh, that had to be awesome. There was all sorts, like, it's there's like a shrine to the stuff that he left. He took a lot of stuff, but he left a lot of stuff. So there's these media guides and stuff from we were we were trying to figure out because we couldn't remember when um not when Rocky passed, when his father passed. We're like, what season was that? We were like, it was 09, right? It was it was 07. So we we found the the Blackhawks media guide for 07. Like, it's wild. Like, there's all sorts of stuff, game notes and media guides. It would have been heaven for a Chicago sports fan to dive into the history that was locked in that man's desk. That's the stuff he didn't take. It was great. Well, maybe he'll post some things that he did take. I've, I'm still sitting on a treasure trove of stuff I haven't brought in. I told you about the Bears Sports Illustrated. Well, that I, found. I was wondering, what are you going to do with the SIs? I don't know. They're really not that valuable, even in the condition that they're in. No, but I mean, is it worth a segment, for example? Like, I'm thinking of it that way. Like, you bring them all here and then recycle them. If they're not, like, actually worth anything, you just go, hey, here's this cover of Sports well, Illustrated. Well, I think what's cool in those is not necessarily – the covers are great – but where I was rabbit holing were the ads and the faces in the crowd when you see some eight year old who ended up being a major league baseball player. You know, the stuff like that, little names and features and what mattered to the, the sports fan then, the sports that mattered and how they were covering boxing and like but a lot of a lot of it's in like the prices for the cars that you see in there, yeah. like what you would pay for four ninety nine ninety five for an AMC Pacer or whatever. You might not make it to your destination, but you didn't pay much for the car. I saw on Instagram this morning a nineteen eighty four Celica Supra. Yeah, those were cool. That only had eight thousand miles on it. Those are good cars. Of course they are. They, they had the flip-up headlights, too. Yeah. yeah. I always, uh, Schuster had a Celica, and every time I see him leave a Bulls game, I'm like, man, that's a, or Supra. Mm-hmm. Man, that's a nice little car. Schuster was a high roller for a little while there. Remember, that was, that was media kingpin back in the early 90s. I think late 80s, early I don't know 90s. if he still has it. I should just text him and ask him. But every time I'd see him, like, that's a nice uh, driving around the city in the summertime. I think he does still have it, at least a... As of several years ago, he gave me a ride home after we worked a Bulls game. Nice car, right? Yeah, great car. The two one nine. I guess you're you're just you're off on this one. He says that the the transformation into less will be official the day Dan shows up with chicken in his pockets. Yeah, he you're does that. All, he, he does, does that. that all the time. Yeah, you're, you're too late for that. He literally does that every day. But it is in a in a plastic bag. That's like true. Maybe like if not... I, once I lose the bag, that would be the difference. Yeah, I guess. It's happening. You do worse. Very eyes. Do worse. True. You could do better. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I should probably. I was. I was always hoping that you turn into John Stewart. (laughs) Just aim a little higher. (laughs) The guy's Eberflus is turning into John Stewart. Look at him. I mean, he's not turning into John Stewart. Well, you have the no. opportunity to turn into John no, Stewart. Here's the thing: you're choosing to turn into less. John, John Stewart isn't John Stewart. 
what is he now? I don't know, because I think the media has moved on from that mattering. I don't know. He's his his return has been good. Yeah, I mean the numbers are good, but it's it's not what it was. I do think what what really is interesting to me is what his disciples all did. Like what the choices that his disciples made. And now no one's doing it doing that thing better than John Oliver. Right. But it's a different format. And that's much more of a news magazine investigative format than it is ha ha ha, here's a couple of, of easy jokes on it. And the jokes just don't matter. We know they don't matter. And then it he, used to feel like it, the jokes mattered and ooh, sick burn there. No, 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 no matter. Then one guy's out winning acting awards. You know, like it's it's so interesting to see like where everyone went. And the choices that were are you gonna do something similar or are you gonna totally go away? You know, Colbert played a character for a long time. Exactly. He was never himself and 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 was in character all the time. Until and, relatively recently. And now, like, all of the ones that were there at the end of Stuart and the beginning of Noah were all kind of, like, battling to replace Noah, and then Stuart comes back. It's like, uh, I think Roy Wood made the right choice. I, I just divorced myself from all of it. You can have all of it, and I'll just move on with my life. Jordan Klepper pretty funny, too. Big, big uh, roommate or best friend of Mike Hall. So we are working on figuring out this audio. They tried to boost the audio so you could hear the work. questions. It didn't work. Well, Martin, we're going to talk with Mark Grody. That's happening, right? Right, and we'll replay some of the que- the answers with him because he'll know the questions because he's there. That works. So let's do that. Yeah, let's let's make it happen, Captain. That's next. We're going to talk Bears with Mark Grody. Boots on the ground. He is there in Indianapolis, and he's going to talk to you about the Bears at the Combine next on The Score. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. 
You're listening to Bernstein and Holmes. I'm still stuck, Dan, in trying to figure out what? exactly what it is we do here. <laughs> right. Well, no, that part I've figured it out. There's fart jokes and mascots. That's all is going on here. Bernstein and Holmes. Fart jokes what? and mascots. Middays 10 to 2. <laughs> on 670 The School. No, I think you do it the same every year. You know, you want to have a, a thorough evaluation on all the players uh, because you go back to those and you, and you look at those evaluations. You know, as those guys grow uh, in the league and go through free agency, you look at those all those evaluations, so you do it the same. That's the new look Matt Eberflus. Maybe he got himself a, a stylist. That, that's what it looks like to me. It looks like Eberflus got himself a stylist. I mean, the haircut is 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 terrific. You know the how it is. Looks Some, great. Sometimes your wife or your family said, "Hey, hey, hey!" Like Beth got mad at me when I told her I needed a haircut. She's like, "No, your your hair looks better longer. Leave it." Like I don't want to. I don't like it like that. It, it gets it bothers me. Hey, and, baby, I don't like it like that. And it wasn't my decision. She's like, "No, that's this is how you're gonna do it." I'm like, okay, fine. I don't care. Yeah, because I I I don't care. So I'm like, if you like it better that way, and that's fine. You know, you get advice. I get advice like you should stop wearing clothes as baggy as you do. I'm like, yeah, but who cares? But they're right. Like I actually look better and smaller when I wear tighter clothes. Some most people do. Mm-hmm. But I can't get away with some of these suits that guys are wearing. Like the that's super not that I hate thin that cut. Look, like, I, oh my God, it's my least favorite thing because, especially doing a little bit of television, those suits do look good. I know, but you can't move. But you can't move, and you have to realize that you're a little bit like a cyborg because I've got an IFB pack, I've got a mic pack, and those need to go someplace, and it's it's immediately going to mess up the line. Well, the of IFB the suits. pack is heavy too. Yeah, it's sometimes pulling on the back of your belt, and Absolutely. that thing's right at the top of your crack. There's a cold piece of metal crack. there. And that's you know, and then to say, okay, you got in three, two, like, oh, great, okay, there yeah, we go. right. Ain't but fun. there's some guys that look great. Like I think Shannon Sharp looks good in the tight suits, which is interesting because he's such a huge dude. But he looks good in like the tight jackets. Back to Cam. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's that's three percent body fat. Like <laughs> you're gonna look good in whatever you put. On. Like Kendall is gonna look good in whatever he puts on, whatever he puts on. It's disgusting. I mean, come on, man. It's unfair. Did Grody bail on us? I don't know. I mean, things happen. Like sometimes you know how it is. Where. You're there at the Combine, and you like, oh, I can go talk to Blank right now. No, he'll be connecting shortly. You know, like sometimes stuff happens, so you go with the flow. Or sometimes you're looking for a quiet area yeah. where you're able well, to. Well, you don't want the Muzak that's, playing that's the in, in the background like it was for the that Ryan Poles. That wasn't Muzak. That was music. I had the whole playlist written down. They were They were doing work on that. We got to, I mean, Ryan Poles, maybe he knew. Maybe he knew that everybody would enjoy it more if he was backed by some of those classic tracks. Barracuda, Jesse's Girl, Sharp Dressed Man, The Logical Song, and Jungle Love. That's what he chose for his backing playlist today. He knows who his target, his target audience. Hey, can we put something together by those song titles? 
that maybe Ryan Poles was trying to send us a message. Ooh. See? Ooh. That's that's I wish that that's I next had, level thinking. Where, where can I find they don't do a woman that in like New that, York. right? Where can I find a woman like that? Where can I find a quarterback like that? I wish that I had Andy's QB. It's Andy. Sharp dressed man. I, that this is good. I don't know. I'll let you handle the jungle love stuff. Well, and I'll let him handle it. <laughs> and, and Barracuda, not sure. Not sure where to go with that. All I know is when I when I saw Ann Wilson a couple of weeks ago try to sing it. It's a rough song to try to sing because <laughs> you have to scream a big portion of it. It was uh, that was unfortunate. You need to, for all you need to leave Ann Wilson alone. Hey, man. All you right. gotta leave her alone, Chuck Swirsky. Gonna come down I, here. I heard you saying bad things about Ed Wilson. Well, let me tell you a story about That's going right. to school with her. And what? Wait, what? Wait, what? No, don't not that, Chuck. Don't say that. Yeah, please, man, you better. Please don't say you that. Better, you better calm down. Mark you Grody get some speaks with with Chuck Swirsky <laughs> is, is ready for us. He's at Mark Grody Sports. He's at the Combine. Host of On the Clock Draft Show Friday, six p.m. at the Daily Square Podcast. Groats. Hi guys, how you doing? We're doing really well, man. How, how's life down in the big city? Yeah, life is good, man. I mean, I always love the, especially the last two years, the the Tuesday of the combine for our purposes is usually very energized because we talk to Ryan Poles over at the JW Marriott in the hallway, and then we made our way over to the convention center, and I just got done talking to to Matt Eberflus, and obviously so much attention on the Chicago Bears, but yeah, it's been, I have learned a few things. One thing, I, I just got done talking to the the Bears head coach, Matt Eberflus, just a short while ago, and you know, typically we don't get a whole lot of substance from, from Matt Eberflus, but he said something, and I, I, you know, I did the, and I was up there with all the reporters doing the, the interview with Matt Eberflus, and I listened to the whole thing again. This was one of those times, and you guys know this from being reporters. Sometimes when you listen back to your audio, something you don't catch in real time catches your attention. And what Matt Eberflus, he was asked specifically, what, how does he evaluate? these young quarterbacks and subsequently this is exactly what Matt Eberflus is looking for from whomever the quarterback is and as you will hear there are some things that he points out that would go against Justin Fields so take a listen I want to see if you guys get the same thing out of this that I did I look at situations you know I look at the guys that can operate third down two minute um in, in the end of the game situations that that to me is what se- that's the separator um, for me, um, and then you look at toughness. You know, you got to look in toughness for a quarterback. Really, is is about the mental toughness to be able to stand in the pocket and deliver the ball, um, and then also have the discernment to be able to move out of the pocket and create when it's necessary. So, um, and there's they come in all different shapes and sizes, um, but uh, yeah, it's always been fun to evaluate those guys. I think there are pluses and minuses for Justin in there. I get exactly what you heard. Uh-huh. At the beginning where he's talking about third down, yeah, like two minute quarter. and fourth quarter, because two if you minutes. look at those numbers for Justin Fields, not great. But then on the plus side, it's understanding when to go get outside the pocket and, and create. And that's something that we know that he does do. So, yeah, but yeah, yeah I, I absolutely hear what you're hearing in regards to that. They're groats. 
Yeah. I mean, I think that, you know, I was sort of, I don't know, alarmed is the right word, but I was like, hmm, those are some pretty big things that, and those, those things, like, I remember last year when we had our, the beginning of the, of this past season, when we had our conversations with Ryan Poles on what he would like Justin Fields to improve on, he mentioned the two minute, he mentioned the fourth quarter, and he mentioned the ability to hang out in the pocket. So obviously these two are on the same page when it comes to the evaluation of the quarterback, except for, and you're right, Lawrence, absolutely. It caught my ear too when he said that, you know, you want the guy to be adept at, you know, getting out of the pocket. And we know Justin Fields did get better at not only getting out of the pocket, but also making plays where he wasn't as anxious to run this year as he was last year. But I just thought that that was a pretty interesting stuff from the flus. What else? What else did you, did, you, did anything yeah. raise an eyebrow where you're like, Oh, okay. Well, we, we need to incorporate this now in as, how we understand things. Yeah. I mean, I think one of the big topics and I kind of suspected this, I mean, I said it on the air that I, I wonder if we'll get a little bit closer to some sort of conclusion on everything that's going on with Jalen Johnson. Is it going to be the franchise tag? Is it going to be a a long-term deal? And Ryan Poles made it clear that there, he didn't say there's a long-term deal on the table, but I'm pretty comfortable in inferring that there's a long-term deal on the table for Justin Fields. Um, You know, one thing that's interesting that Ryan Poles did say that he, he added in there, it takes two to tango in these situations. So to me, that said, he has the contract in front of him. The ball is in Jalen Johnson's court. Now, just having, again, talked to Matt Eberflus, another thing that I thought was more interesting than the usual flu stuff is one thing that I've been able to figure out about Matt Eberflus in his relationship with Jalen Johnson is I think it was it was rocky at first. Remember when he first came in? Wasn't he on second team? He was on second team, Lawrence. And, you know, even Jalen Johnson, when he's been absolutely honest about what when his hits on Parkins and Spiegel and just with us, that he didn't quite buy. He was like Dan Bernstein when it came to the hits principle. I think he kind of looked at it a little bit side eyed and said, what is this all about? Also, I remember when he he had the interception, this one of his interceptions this year, and Flus was like, yeah, that was great, but he did the wrong thing once he got the ball. Like, he should have taken a different route. He should have followed his blockers to the sideline and taken the ball into the end zone. So he, so Matt Eberflus has all, oh, and then, and not to mention, too, that they, at the beginning of last year, they said, look, we want more from Jalen Johnson. Yeah, he's great at, at covering, but he's got to go get the ball. So they made it very clear. And I thought Flus was extra hard on Jalen Johnson. So it was interesting when when Flus was asked today, all right, what do you think about it feeling like it's getting closer to you having Jalen Johnson for the long term? Here's Flus on that. Yeah, a lot. You know, so um, I'm so proud of Jalen, the way he improved um, and the way he really took the challenge to to be a ball guy. And and he certainly did that. Um, He's a great leader and not only in our defensive back room, but in our whole defensive room, too. Um, And he's really starting to be a a, a really good leader in our whole football team. So I'm excited about him. Again, like Ryan said this morning, you know, we obviously want to get him to a long term deal. I hope they're close. I hope it works out. Uh, But uh, certainly excited. We'll be excited to have him back. I wonder if there was an element of, I know this guy's good, but he hasn't been pushed. I'm going to try and make him great that Eberflus was doing. Totally. No, I think that. I think that they, it it was the proverbial, 
this guy might be, you know, one of our most talented defensive players, but he needs a kick in the butt. I feel like that's what they they thought about him. And we know, look, Jalen Johnson is very sure of himself. Um, you know, you know that from him being on the score every week with the afternoon show. Um, so that I do think, I think there was a little bit with the attitude that they wanted to get him to, to fall in line. And like you said, Lawrence, to, to push him, to be like, look, I, and I'm one of the people, too, who thinks it, it should be taken more seriously when a cornerback is just really good at covering receivers in this NFL. And he really is good at that. But unfortunately, that's not the way it works. And you are graded and you are expected to if you are a corner in this league, especially one that wants, <laughs> you know, 19 to 20 to 20 you know, up to twenty five million dollars a year. Ball yeah. guy. I've never heard that term before. Is the challenge of being a ball guy? Yeah, ball guy, exactly. As opposed to being a ball hawk, uh, he is a ball guy. And I'll be damned if Jalen Johnson didn't do it. As Jalen Johnson has been saying, look, man, you can't, there's nothing you can say in terms of critiquing me anymore. I, I got the ball. He was he was better at tackling this year. He he remained very good in coverage. So I, I like that, Matt Eberflus kind of, you know, like that's what led me to believe that this is a guy that's been challenged, uh, that this is a guy that they've been hard on. And there was in a very fatherly way, Matt Eberflus saying, look, we're proud of him. I mean, we, you know, they didn't say how hard they pushed him, but it's uh, it's very clear to me that they wanted to tighten him up a little bit and get him to a point where they where they are now. And that is feels like on the verge of a long term deal. I would not be surprised if there was a deal done with Jalen Johnson by the end of this week. Any insight into process? Did we learn anything about the order in which they want to talk to people, how they're going to sort through every one of these moving parts in any possible trade or draft scenario? Because that can't be easy. They have to have some idea of a schedule of, of what they want to do and when. Yeah, no, I, I think it's uh, – I can't imagine that – they, I mean, something could happen this week, Dan. I mean, one of the things I guess I should point out straight up is, you know, for people who did not hear Ryan Poles is that, that Ryan Poles says that there's no master plan that's going to be relieved today. Something that was important that he said too, is they're not going to, they're not going to do wrong by Justin Fields. So in other words, the faster they can figure out what they want to do with Justin Fields, whether it's trade him or keep them. I mean, he said he doesn't want to keep Justin Fields hanging too long on all of this. That said, you know, Ryan Pohl said that the phone won't stop ringing. You know, he's talking about getting hundreds of text messages um, to us about everybody, whether it's media calling or teams calling people that are interested in the Bears. So, I mean, I imagine that they have some sort of rough draft timeline, but it it still feels like there's so much that Ryan Poles wants to learn this week from the prospects that he talks to, from the quarterbacks. What I can tell you, too, is, I mean, they gave us a little idea of exactly how they run their meetings. By the way, the darts and the putting, they will return oh to the uh, to the Good. room. So, Why not? Yeah, so, That's fine. Absolutely. I thought maybe they'd introduce like Mario Kart or something, maybe a third thing. No, they're still they're still going with the golf and the darts, and they will interview the player. They will watch tape together. 
with whomever the players are that they're speaking to. So they'll be tape watching. And then apparently they, they do a little quiz at the end to see what they, you know, what they remembered from the, the tape viewing and things about the bears and stuff like that. Obviously that's not all that goes into it, but that's a rough draft of how they'll handle their meetings. And we'll, we'll start to learn more about those tomorrow. Look, we, we listened to all of the Ryan polls interaction with you guys. Yeah. Obviously, off the top, he he talked about Jalen Johnson. And then the whole thing was kind of about the about the the quarterbacks. Is there anything that else that you wish you could have talked to him about? Oh man, I I, I wish I could have, or that we could have gotten more into. Honestly, like if we're talking about away from the quarterback more on what he's thinking about the the other picks that they you know as of right now they have a number nine pick and I understand that that can change like what his focus is in terms of wide receiver I mean we didn't even we never had a chance to really get into the prospects that that play you know the the Malik neighbors is of the world and those guys that could be available you know Roma Dunze at number nine so that that is definitely something I would have liked to have gotten his temperature on a little bit more about the the current state of the wide receivers on the Bears because right now they they have very little to no depth wide receiver wise and the the other thing too that I wish that i had asked about or had time to ask about really couldn't justify it in this press conference though was the the defensive end position and will they how how much are they scouting that are they more comfortable going in free agency when it comes to that position or is that going to be a situation where they may surprise people and draft the defensive end with that number nine spot so I think that that's the only area some of the other topics but I guess it was pretty understandable that we were obsessed with his thought process on the on the quarterbacks and Justin Fields and everything that's going on there. So did Emma go out last night? No, he didn't go out last night. No, he didn't go out last night. I, uh, but it was I had a delightful night because uh, I arrived at my hotel at the exact same time that one uh, Alex Shapiro from NBC oh Sports Chicago. I love Alex, man. Oh, he's so, good people. We saw each other. We're like, we got in about the same time, about nine o'clock last night. We're like, let's go find some trouble. So Alex and I went out. Of course, Eva was texting me. Did you make it? Are you okay? I'm like, hey, man, you either you're either coming out. Yeah, don't don't not. pretend you care now. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, yeah. Don't be sent. He's like sending me pictures from the the lobby of the hotel and what's going on there. I'm like, look, dude. You know, either you're you're rolling with us or you're not. So I don't know. I guess he's saving himself for tonight. There's all sorts of things being cooked up for tonight. Yeah, there's only so much Emma that can go around. Really, <laughs> it's true. It's it's it's, 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 a, it's a prime ticket. It's it's very very true. Well, continued success down there. Thank you for the the hard work and the hustle. We oh, appreciate. It. If anything else comes up, let us know. My pleasure, guys. I'm sure I will talk to you. Uh, if not today, if something breaks, I'll talk to you tomorrow. That's Mark Grody with the latest on the Chicago Bears from Indy. Next up, you know, we got a Bulls game tonight. The Detroit Pistons are in town. The Detroit Pistons are bad. They are bad at basketball. And they also... They don't need the, the refs helping them be bad at basketball. <laughs> that was I've seen plenty of egregious calls before. I am 
I am Team Monty Williams. Yeah. On what happened to them last night. Yeah, we'll have to talk about that in great detail. We will do that next on The Score. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Bernstein and Holmes. Mike C. Nelson. Now we know his name is Keith from the Progressive Becoming Your Parents commercials. The White Sox. I can't believe they did more due diligence on hiring a play-by-play guy than a GM. Middays, 10 a.m. till 2. Unbelievable. (laughs) Unbelievable to root for that team. On Chicago Sports Radio, 670 The Score. One of us. One One of us, Mike. Brunson, three-pointer, off the mark, rebound deflected, chased down, saved by Grimes to Fontecchio, knocked away, Hartenstein picks it up, out to DiVincenzo, 10 seconds to go, he throws it away, ball loose, picked up by Brunson, Brunson inside the heart, Hartz banks it in, and a foul, Knicks take the lead, Monty Williams is furious, he thought a foul should have been called, there was so much contact, Oh, come on, man. Thought a foul should have been called? He tackled him. Yeah, it was... Uh... Dante DiVincenzo form-tackled Osar Thompson at a perfect 45-degree angle. He came over and had perfect inside leverage and took out both <laughs> his legs right in front of the crew chief. Right in front of the crew chief. I don't, I, you know, I don't want to turn into Les Grobstein. I don't want to, I don't rail on officials. Officials have a really tough job. I think it all comes out in the wash. I think the Pistons are bad because they're bad. Yeah, they're terrible. And, and they but that doesn't it. mean, that doesn't mean that they should get, that, that they deserve bad calls. The game should be officiated the way it should be officiated. Like, just because they're terrible doesn't mean that they deserve to have bad things happen to them from an officiating standpoint. And that was terrible last night. That was so It's right in front of you. Now, I saw originally... It would have drawn a flag in the NFL. I saw the still photo, and I'm like, oh, that looks really bad. But then when I actually saw the video, it's worse. It's worse. He tackles him. You can't do that in basketball. You can't do that. So I'm with Monty Williams when he decided to make a, an opening and closing post-game statement and then end the press conference. Where's the New York media now? The absolute worst call of the season. No call. And enough's enough. We've, we've done it the right way. <clears throat> we've called the league. We've sent in clips. We're sick of hearing the same stuff over and over again. We had a chance to win the game, <clears throat> and the guy dove into Asar's legs. And there was a no call. That that's an abomination. You cannot miss that in an NBA game. Period. And I'm tired of talking about it. I'm tired of our guys asking me what more can we do, coach? That situation is exhibit A to what we've been dealing with all season long. And enough's enough. You cannot dive into a guy's legs in a big time game like that and there be a no call. It's ridiculous, and we're tired of it. We just want a fair game called, period. 
and I got nothing else to say. We want a fair game, and that was not fair. I'm done. Okay, Monty, Monty is mostly right. Like, if we were doing PolitiFact on him, he's mostly right about this. Don't try to globalize this into why your season's bad, sir. Your season's bad partially because of you, sir. And some of the choices that you've made and players that you've played and decided not to play. That being said, where he's mostly right is it happened right in front of the official. This is the NBA. And where what I hate, I I love the the concept of the transparency of the two-minute report. I hate the the execution of it. Because that should have been one of those situations that you should have been able to correct on the floor. I want to hear from an official afterwards about something that significant and be like, yep, we totally screwed that up. We should have gotten the call right. Why didn't you get the call right? It would also be nice to hear about consequences. Yes. And I I don't mean like the – He should be fired? A Monty Python thing, and the referee responsible has been sacked. Boomer wants him fired. I don't don't necessarily, but I I don't know there should be a public scoreboard, but if you really want transparency over who – Who's doing the best job? And we don't have to sort of divine it from postseason assignments. Right. We can just go, hey. Yeah, look at the scoreboard. Here are all the wrong calls that this guy has made. Especially for with all of the legal wagering on your games. I think Monty is on our side when it comes to Chicago media versus New York media. He was asking, where is the New York media? New York media is easy on the Knicks, but tough on Justin Fields. Where's the New York media now? Yeah. Where's Messiah now? Yeah, yeah. see? Where's Messiah? Yeah. Next week on Colin Cowherd, Detroit media is totally tougher than New York media. That would never happen. Try that in a small town. I mean, in a major market. Where's the New York media now? Yeah, yeah, see? Now they're going to take it out of the bulls. They're going to be all mad, but they can't because they're terrible. Hey, Cowley said be on bum alert, alert tonight. Oh, we have an official Cowley bum-ass team alert? Yeah. Oh, now it's official. He said be on bum alert tonight. What's, no, let's go to the FanDuel app, shall we? Oh, yeah. I would guess the, the picking the Pistons is probably like, Plus 250? I was thinking point spread. I would say the Bulls are a, knowing them. Nine and a half? I was going to say less. I was going to say seven and a half would be the starting point for me if I were setting the line. But I'm bad at it. and I'm. I'm no, nah, you, you usually get stuff I'm like getting, this, right? I'm getting better. Wow. What's the number? Ten and a half. I'm pretty good at this, too. Woo. So what's the plus, money line? Plus 420 on your business. Well, I was bad on that. Plus 420. Hey, Doug Benson's going to bet it. There you go. I think I'm the biggest favorite in the league tonight. Your smoke Doug weed Benson. every day. Chicago Bulls. Well, it, doesn't, <laughs> it can't help with Bulls basketball, actually. It can't. What? I'm, I'm, just, I'm just waiting for Adam Amin to give uh, Andrew Funk his props. He did. Kind of. He said he's a... He was. He went to Bucknell, grad transfer to Penn State. He graduated from. But he no, was. No, he, no, no. He. They went on and they talked more about him. They even made a Neil Funk reference later. 
Yeah. Okay, good. Don't be doing that to my guy. No, I was mad at him because it's a big deal. I, I don't appreciate that one bit. Jason has already ordered an Andrew Funk Bulls jersey because he's a loser. <laughs> like, are you re- seriously? How, first of all, I said, you know what? You first mean- of all, how dare you what? say that about your son <laughs> when you bought your son an Andre Drummond balls T-shirt? Yeah, and we wore them together. The, but the Andre Drummond "I Have Big Balls" T-shirt is different. Andrew Funk hasn't even played a minute, but for he went the to Bulls. Bucks now. But he hasn't played for the Bulls yet. But he went he, to Buck now, so he hasn't played yet. Like after he makes his debut, when he actually go, gets on the floor in a game. And becomes the second Bucknellian ever. All, all I know is Jason Bernstein is buying low. And that's what On you're Andrew supposed to do. Funk? That's what you're supposed to do. Okay. He'll already have it. When Funk does get into a game, Jason already had a jersey. Lights it up. I said, so what do you think of that, Bernstein? I said, I want you to take video of you making a three in Soika Pavilion in your Andrew Funk jersey. And then when he does get in a game, you can say, hey, you know, tying it all together. There you go. I don't think he heard. Uh, next up, we are going to talk football with Brad Spielberger of Pro Football Focus on the score. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Now, with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade used with permission.